Hi there, Michael Zuber. Thanks for listening to the One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that the book One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible? Yes, to all my podcast listeners out there, One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible. Go check it out and please leave a five-star review. Have a great day. Good morning, everyone. May 8th, financial news. It's a Friday, the first, I guess it's not the first Friday of the month, it's actually the second, but we are reporting unemployment uh, numbers today. And yesterday's video, if you were watching it May 7th, I proposed an over-under right at the tail end. Uh, As I recall, it was 16.8, trying to figure out where all of us were on the over-under. And I think... I remember two people taking the under. I could be wrong, but I think it was two. It might have been three, where the majority of us, myself included, full disclosure, had the over, and we were surprised. Now, we all know this number is a little dirty. You know, there's the U3 versus the U6, you know, all of those claims, but that's the number, right? That's the number that got printed 14.7, 20.5 unemployed uh, um, Americans in April. Up from 3, 3.9, I think it was. Or no, it was like 4.3 or something in March. So whatever, it's, it's, a, it's a horrible number, but not nearly, good morning, Martha, not nearly as bad as we all expected. So here's the question for you and I as we go into this is, have we seen the worst of it? Have we seen the worst of it? States are opening back up. Um, you know, people are bringing people back. You know, do... Does does April prove to be the worst or do we have one more month that is slightly worse, right? Uh, there's a lot of people out there that have been complaining, for example, in Florida, I keep reading about where there's, you know, your, your weeks on end and still can't file a claim. So there is certainly a possibility for more claims to be coming in that will be kind of backdated. Um, you're welcome, William. Thank you for watching. So there's there's some of that discussion, but no matter what side of that equation you're on, whether April you think's the bottom or May will be statistically worse, um, I think the I think the bottom is close, right? Uh, so I think that's interesting. Uh, when you peel back the number, uh, it is very clear that at least through April, a disproportionate impact was placed on subsets of the American economy. Uh, if you look at high school education or less, for example, um, unemployment in that ranks was over 20%, uh, where if you had a college degree, um, I think it was under nine, something like that. But it's just further proof, further evidence, whatever you want to call that, that an education um, kind of pulls you out of the ranks and you know makes it more possible for you to have a job that, in theory, you could work from home, right? Because... A lot of them are, are kind of computer and phone related, not high touch, customer facing, retail, restaurants, things of that nature. So again, just, you know, if there's ever if there's ever evidence needed that college education does have some benefits, I think you see it in a recession. When you have a high school education or below, you're usually at that rung um, that can be cut pretty quickly. No, no judgment, no disagreement, nothing. I'm just looking at the data and judging w- what I see from the data. So um, 
you know, the other thing is that I took from the data on the positive side is 78% of the folks classified their unemployment as temporary, right? So if you take 20 million roughly and you say 75 million, so I can do the math in my head or 75%, excuse me, um, that's about 15 of the 20 million will come, expect to get their job back short term. That's pretty cool, right? So, you know, if, in that case, what would that take unemployment? Probably takes unemployment down to six or seven percent. So we'll see. Again, those are expectations. We'll see if it really happens. Uh, this unemployment thing is something to watch. And I think it really does boil down to, do you think April was the low, right, 14.7 or do you think May is statistically worse? I think that's a reasonable question to ask. Uh, on to other news. Lots of stuff going on, man. Friday, every day is busy these days. Uh, Neiman Marcus officially filed for bankruptcy. You know, that had been long rumored. I think a couple weeks ago we talked about it. It's official. Uh, California uh, looks like they're going to put out a budget, to, a budget today uh, that is horrific. Uh, looks like there's going to be a $54 billion shortfall in revenue. Uh, so if you live in California, uh, it's going to get it's going to get rough. I'm actually going to probably do a separate video just on California because I live here. But in essence, um, get ready for more taxes, more fees. Uh, not going to be fun in California for the next five to ten years, even if this is a, a V-shape or a U-shape recovery. Uh, $54 billion shortfall. It, from from like six weeks, this is Mr. Gavin Newsom. Everyone, thank you, Miss. Thank you, sir. Uh, again, the meat shortage seems to be coming. We've we've got to figure out a way to uh, have those processing plants have some social distances. The number of infections uh, at these plants is frightening. Uh, so lots of stuff going on. Um, you know, so we have to think about that. Uh, I will say that it. I think it is the wrong time to be fighting over what used to be called food stamps. Uh, it's now called SNAP, as I understand it. Um, this is not the time to politicize food stamps. Uh, I've seen some pictures and some friends of mine have told me about uh, half a mile and a mile long lines to get food at um, food banks. Uh, as, as someone, if you've watched this channel before, you know I, I donate to uh, food banks uh, to give back. And you know, this is the time to be kind and help. We are, we, we're, we're helping so many folks. Let's not forget the, the ones, you know, uh, that need it most. Food is, um, you know, food's right below water, right? Food is before shelter. Uh, and I think it's, I think it's terrible that that, that concept has become a, um, something to debate. So it's just the wrong time to do that in, in this kind of, of, of recession uh, environment. Uh, when you look at the stock market, of course, record unemployment, right? 14.7. Actually, not a record. The depression was uh, over 20%. So um, it is pretty clear that there's a lot of liquidity running around in the system. Uh, about a week ago, I talked about the S&P five stocks making up 20% of the S&P. Um, you know, the, the thing that, um, that makes me nervous is the NASDAQ I saw this morning, five stocks make up 40% of the NASDAQ. Uh, I think NASDAQ was over 9,000 or something this morning. Uh, once one of those legs of the stool go out, you know, I don't, I don't, it's, it's going to be bad. But uh, the other thing that is really interesting is, did you guys see the news about Shanghai Disney? Uh, first off, we talked about 
Disney opening up their theme park in Shanghai. I think we talked about it on Wednesday, I think. Kind of a good sign, you know, what are they going to do, all of that. Uh, looks like the they want to keep capacity below 30%. Uh, so they put tickets on sale. Opening day, sold out in three minutes. The week, sold out in uh, one hour. Um, so I don't know what to take from that. First off, people want to go to theme parks. People probably want to go and not wait in a bunch of lines. Um, you know, so... You know, and, and people are tired of being at home. So they're going to get temperature checks. They're going to wear masks. They're, going to, they're not going to open the theaters. Um, they're not going to let you, you know, go up and take a picture with the, um, I was going to call them animals. That's not right. Like Mickey Mouse and all those folks. Um, characters. Uh, characters. So it is going to be, uh, it's going to be an interesting experience. But again, it's a sign that consumers can come back. But I'm a, business person. So I'm like, okay, so let's just say Shanghai Disney operates at 30%. And before they were losing a billion dollars a month. I can't imagine they're profitable at 30% occupancy. So maybe instead of losing a billion dollars a month, they lose half a billion. These are the things I'm asking myself in the world of social distancing. Even if we just have it for a year or two, what businesses are structurally sound enough to carry that loss quarter after quarter after quarter? It's just interesting. Uh, the other thing that's going on is, is we're starting to see more and more businesses cut CapEx spending. Uh, and CapEx spending is going to have ripple effects for quarters to come in other businesses, right? Businesses that sell uh, enterprise equipment and software. So it's just we're not paying attention. A lot of you know, the rise in the stock market is kind of the consumer-based, uh, you know, companies. For example, Etsy uh, had a record April at up 79%. Um, so again, lots of stuff going on. When I look at the, you know, unemployment number, just to come back to that, I see kind of a, I see two stories. And you're either, in my opinion, you're on one side or the other. The good news side is, hey, we put the bottom in. PPP money is starting to hit. States are opening up, you know, people are going to start to be called back. Absolutely possible, right? And when that happens, currency starts going, you know, we start going. The bad news of all of this is, the bad news size is you're not paying attention. You know, there's a lot of consumer behavior that is being structurally changed. Uh, the earnings that are expected in the S&P and NASDAQ are insane, um, you know, the higher end jobs are going to start to be cut now, right? The Bay Area has seen a few of those recently, engineers and sales reps being cut. And these are six-figure jobs uh, that when they're cut, it's harder to fill. And then, you know, the ripple effects really start. So uh, it's really boiling down to which side are you on. Uh, so it's pretty interesting. Uh, I did see one report on luxury goods. Again, talking about this um, what are the odds of an election in November? I would say pretty good. Um, I would say pretty good. Yeah, 100%, maybe 99.9%. Uh, but global luxury goods, uh, they're expected to drop 60%. Again, I, I keep going back to the depression and going, okay, is this health scare going to be the thing that impacts our generations, right? The Great Depression had 
lasting impact for decades on consumer behavior. The dot-com crash didn't change consumer behavior for us. Um, uh, the 9-11 didn't change consumer behavior. So we'll see, right? If this is a, if this is a V-shaped recovery, no chance consumer behavior gets, gets changed. All we think about is great. It gets really bad again. The government saves everybody, which can't structurally happen. Uh, but that, that's what people think. So pretty, pretty interesting. The other thing that I think is pretty clear uh, is both taxes and inflation will be going up. And, you know, you can, you can argue what year, right? Is it 2021, 22, 23? But it's coming, right? So if you think inflation's coming, and I don't think hyperinflation, don't, don't get me wrong, but I'm thinking three, three and a half percent, right? Clearly deflation this year, too much stuff in the supply, you know, all of that stuff. But coming out of this, right? If we start bringing manufacturing back home and hourly wages go up and inflation has to be, part of the answer and it's actually part of the reason we'll pay all this debt off um, I can't think of a better thing to own than hard assets that produce monthly cash flow especially if you get 30-year debt at three and a half percent right if you have three and a half percent 30-year money and inflation eventually goes to three and a half percent we shall see uh, it'll be interesting uh, next up did you hear about the little tiff between Buffett and Musk uh, apparently, during Warren Buffett's uh, session last Saturday, he was asked about Tesla and Elon Musk, and he kind of danced around the subject, didn't really answer it. Then Elon Musk gets on a podcast, Joe Rogan's podcast, uh, earlier this week, and he's asked about Buffett. And he kind of tried to dance around it a little bit, but basically what Musk said is Buffett is a capital allocator, right? And he does boring things like reads earning announcements and things of that nature, and Musk basically goes on to say, we need less finance people and less lawyers, and we need more people making things. Right? So um, I thought that was interesting, right? I would tell you both, both, uh, both individuals are uh, very good at what they do, uh, but I at least understand what Musk is saying. And I think, I think the entrepreneur of the near term, probably the next decade, are people that make stuff. I think we are going to bring at least some manufacturing back, back home. I think we'll probably have an infrastructure bill and an incentive uh, by the government to encourage that behavior. We shall see. Uh, next up, again, I think I talked about this yesterday, but it still kind of sticks with me. Um, Costco uh, had their same store sales fell in April. Um, you know, again, we got to, we got to, you know, Costco has been flying high, but again, if their same store sales fell in April, again, that was a lot of the emergency buying and stocking up a toilet paper that we talked about forever. Uh, but again, I think, I think Costco falling month on month is a sign of what happens to all these other companies. I talked about Etsy earlier having a record April. As the economy opens back up, do you think Etsy has a record May? No, right? I mean, it's, there's this give and take. And the same for the big five companies, right? Amazon's been crushing it because we're all ordering stuff to the door. As the economy opens up, do you think we will continue to do that? Or do you think we're going to visit our local consumers, right? So, yeah, so it's just, you got to think about all these things. And, you know, the, the, um, the rosy eyeglasses on the top five stocks could come off. Um, so we shall see. And then the last thing, just because uh, I am, um, we're obviously in the real estate business. It looks like New York has extended the no evictions through August, uh, which is interesting. So, 
Uh, and I think originally it was May, it might've been June. So it's another couple of months. So in the end, a lot of stuff going on today. Uh, today's an interesting day. You've got a you know 14.7% unemployment, but of course the stock market goes up a couple hundred points. We have mile long you know lines to to get um, you know uh, food. Um, you know, so it's just it's interesting time. So I want to wish you all well. Uh, I am going to do a couple of more live streams here in, uh, before my nine o'clock interview, uh, probably around California taxes, inflation. Um, got a couple of other things I've been playing with. So I, I don't know when those will start, but they'll start uh, officially. Yeah, I agree. It's too low. But again, it's the number, right? 14.7 is the number. So um, food lines are at food banks, if I wasn't clear. Sorry, food banks. The lines at food banks um, I've seen and had people tell me because I donate to food banks. They've been calling me. And um, yeah, they are. And some of them, let's be clear, some of them are long because of six foot distancing, right? So it's not like they're stacked up. Um, yeah, food lines in Vegas. I've heard casinos are giving out food. So pretty crazy stuff. We got to take care of each other. All right, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy. And uh, let's have some fun. And we'll do this again tomorrow, of course. Thanks. Bye.